When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on VOCNation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at VOCNation. Thank you for joining another edition of Bumps and Thumps, the talk of wrestling. I'm Brian Ferguson. My guest today is part of the Universal Wrestling Entertainment Company wrestling promotion out of Tennessee. He is currently the Tennessee heavyweight champion. His slogan. State champion. (laughs) Yes, excuse me. All right. And his slogan is bet on black. It is my pleasure to introduce Mr. Jackson Black. Jackson, thanks for coming on today. Really appreciate it. Brother, thank you. I love doing these. These are my favorite part of wrestling. (laughs) Yeah, I enjoy it too, you know, and I appreciate you reaching out to me uh, to come on here because uh, I'll be honest, I never heard of the promotion. I know Knoxville is known for, for wrestling, but I hadn't heard of the promotion. I did a little digging, and, it, and it's it's pretty exciting. It's, it looks very prominent. So thank you again for reaching out. Oh, no problem, brother. All right, so let's talk a little bit, if we can, Jackson. Growing up, let's talk about where you grew up at, your raising, and, and uh, any schooling you've done besides you know high school, if you've done any. Okay, so uh, I was uh, born in Long Beach. Uh, I'm originally from California. Okay. Uh, I amateur wrestled for a long while. Uh, wrestling's always been like a goal, mm-hmm. but it, life happened. It got in the way. Uh, I just remember being a kid, dude, probably, oh, I think it was like nine. And from nine on until like I started like really getting into girls and I had to take all the posters down, I literally had carpet to ceiling, wall to wall, even in the closet, PWI posters awesome. everywhere, all over my room. They thought I was. They thought I was crazy. <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. So, did you do any college, or did you just? Um, so college, uh, no. Uh, there was a unfortunate accident that happened there, so we'll leave that one. <laughs> okay, no problem. I can understand that. All right, so let's talk about. All right, you're from California, and now you're in Tennessee. So how? Yes, sir. Okay, so training and things like that, Jack. Let's talk a little bit about that. Who trained you and how how you got into the business, that kind of stuff. So I got into this business way too late. But, uh, I mean, if Action Mike Jackson's around, you know, like, we all got a chance. (laughs) That's right, yeah. 
So uh, I originally was going to go to JPWA, which is uh, Dr. Tom Pritchard and Glenn Jacobs School. Sure. Uh, April of 2020 or 20, whatever your COVID happened, I was supposed to go in a week before yeah. it got canceled. Yeah. So I had to go the next April. And then I stayed there for probably, I graduated. So this is a fun one. This is a good little story. Uh, so it's our graduation. It's also my wedding the next day. Oh, wow. So awesome. I drive, I drive from, from Knoxville to like the tip of Tennessee Jackson uh, for a show. Here's our graduation show. Okay. And then I, uh, from, from Doc, I trip up. The steps, which nobody, you know, does. And then the full heel came out. I just yelled at everybody. I was like, and nobody tried to help me. So I had to do that. I did, not, I, I, <laughs> I did the match. Uh, and then I had to drive back. So I didn't have to drive back as far. But it was pretty much like a 10-hour, 10 10-and-a-half-hour 10 turnaround because I had to go back to the venue, which was another, like, three-and-a-half hours away from where I was at. And then I got married the very next day. Well, you must have And then after that, lady. I spent – she put me through wrestling school. I'll put her over to the moon. <laughs> and then I spent probably uh, another six months. Um, I don't want to go out there and take bookings and look foolish. Yeah. And so now we're, so I did my first match was in December, but I don't even count it because I blew my comeback. It was garbage. And then I'm in the ring with AJ Kazana. It's like December 10th or something. And AJ drops down and he's just laying on his belly. I step over AJ, tear my calf. I'm out all of December. Come back January. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. So I consider January like my first time. So yeah. we're like 52 matches in now. Uh, ben Dem- I'll say it's going pretty well. I got a TV show. Yeah, I got Mark Jindrak on the same TV show. Yeah, it's pretty cool to talk to somebody who's been to Mania, and we have a text chain. Wild, that, wild wrestling is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> um, when I when I did some research on you, I saw you hosted the uh, Wrestle Talk Live podcast show or TV show as well with Joe yeah. Lawson and, and Mark Jindrak. And I, you know, Mark Jindrak, I remember him. Back in the early 2000s, when <clears throat> excuse me, him and Orton, you know, were pretty tight, and he was actually supposed to be, from what my understanding, is yep. he was supposed to be the actual fourth member of Evolution, and then it got changed out for whatever reason, and it ended up being Dave Batista. But they 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 partied too much. <laughs> well, they were in their early story. 20s, so you know that's part of life, I guess. Yeah. Right? Him and Randy partied so much that they were like, oh, we can't have them together. So they moved him to SmackDown, and then he became like the reflection of perfection gimmick that he had there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about your gimmick, okay? You, what, how was this character developed, and, and, and how did it all come about for you, Jackson? Oh, man. So first off, we started off – okay, I'm going to give you some fun stuff here. I, right. I don't do this one often. So first we started off with the uh, the Hollywood gimmick because everybody's like, oh, man, you look like you'd be an actor, blah, blah, blah. Until I researched the Hollywood gimmick, and it literally exists in every single promotion on the planet. 
<laughs> so I had to cut that. And then I was then I was like, dude, it went from Hollywood Jackson Black to the leading man Jackson Black, which both of those sucked. Uh then it then it just moved to me. So it's literally just me with the volume turned up to eleven because I can't keep a gimmick up to save my life. I gotta just be ruthless with everything. But here I'm gonna give you the good I'm gonna give you the good one. All right. So right. there was this company that <laughs> there was this company out here called Kapow Wrestling. And I think they've since folded, but they had uh, a promo battle, like a promo contest. Whoever had the best promo got to be in some match of theirs. So, like, I saw all the promos. Sorry, guys. They were all terrible and, like, really Southern and in the car or in the backyard with a dog barking. So I came up with this character, and I'm about to give him to you. He comes out to boot, scoot, and boogie, right? Yeah. Okay, here we go. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> All right, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Larry Lee Lynn. My friends call me Trip L for short. I am a five-time, non-consecutive, tri-city cornhole champion. You put them up there and I'll throw bags against the best of them. That was the, that was the character. <laughs> he had the wow. corner spot. So, like, I would knock somebody into the corner, and then I would pull out of my pocket the bags, and I'd try to hit them. Dink, <laughs> dink, dink. <laughs> I never, I never got to use it, but maybe one yeah. day I'll bring them out. Yeah, well, that's that's pretty cool. I mean, you've got some imagination. Obviously, your character now going over well. Uh, you were, yeah, it, it it's going over well. I mean, I I've watched uh, some of it on YouTube and stuff. Your matches. I and, can't and, even be a heel. I can't. I tried. Well, you you've tried, and and they're still rooting for you. You're kind of like. Kind of like the Road Warriors, right? When back in the day, 40 years ago, they were bad guys, but they're everybody's rooting for them because they were different. Yeah, they were different, and that's like you. You know, you were recently the Tri-States oh. champion, and then now you, you yeah. lost that the Internet champion. Excuse me, lost that title, but now you're the Tennessee State heavyweight champion. So you're doing something right, you know, and. I, I guess somebody likes me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'll tell you, I watched some of your stuff and I'll be honest. Uh, I, I'm impressed. I mean, I, I, I give the Indies a lot of credit because you guys try so hard and to make a product and you don't cost an arm and leg to get into the, the, the show, you know? Uh, and it's unfortunate that it's like that, but I guess that's just the way it is, you know, but um I want to talk to you a little bit. You've been so you've been in the business for a little over a year, Let's I guess. Say technically. Like a little over a year, yeah. But so, taking dates since January, so we're almost approaching a year. Okay, so the dates. Your interactions with your wrestlers. I know you've had Mark Jindrak. Uh, is there anybody else you've been in that's been at WWE or IAEW that you've interacted yeah. with? Kind of got some oh uh, yeah pointers with. Let's talk about uh, so, that a little uh, bit. Yeah, so we had Heathy Baby come into JPWA. Okay. Uh, and he came in and he rolled, he, he worked around with Dr. Tom and all he kept telling me was, hey, kid, don't get old. Your bones start to creak. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I, okay, here's, I got a, I got a, I got a few. Okay. Um, so I was at a, I was at a show they've since folded. It was called 127 Pro Wrestling. And uh, I went to the back. I changed into my street clothes. James Storm walks down the steps, right? 
And I didn't, he like came right up to me, didn't say anything. Cause maybe he thought I was like a fan backstage or someone. I almost sat on his cowboy hat. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. And that fast was. forward to like, yeah, that would not have been good. I've been sorry about my damn luck. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, oh, just a lot. Uh, we've interviewed some cool WCW guys as of late. Uh, oh, okay. So this one's cool. I'm in the ring. I just get out of the ring. I'm covered in sweat. I look to my left and I'm like, um, hey guys. So Natty just walked in and they're like, what? And I was like, yeah. And Natalia's like right there. <laughs> she's, she's right there. So like Natty literally came in my buddy. It was a girl that I trained with and a guy that I trained with. And they literally were like, I don't do that. I interviewed Mick Foley like a couple of, couple of weeks ago. Uh-huh. I don't get starstruck and stuff. But uh, I was like, okay, so I'm like, I'm going to grill Natty. So I did for an hour and a half. It's pretty much like a sit-down seminar with Natty. And they were just like, oh. And I was like, so, like, da-da-da. I was like, what? I was, like, asking her all these days, like, what should I do to be different? Da-da-da-da. She's like, I don't know. I found out that having a gimmick is super hard to do. So you got to just be you and just yeah. amp it up. Because gimmicks yeah. are hard, man. I, I – PCO and all those guys, I give you all the credit in the world. I couldn't keep it up. I would break immediately, <laughs> like immediately. So that was a good one. And then this is a fun one. So it's me. I get to the I get to the arena. I usually got to the arena like an hour and a half early so I could train. Yeah. Uh, so I get there and they're like, "Hey, you're wrestling Chase Stevens tonight." And I was like, "Okay." Oh. So we're outside talking, and he keeps going. So you're the hometown kid, right? And I was like, nah, we both live an hour and a half. So this went on for like an hour. And so we're fighting in the ring. Da, 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 da. I get, I hold him in a Kimura for like a minute and a half. And he keeps trying to get out. And I keep like elbowing him in the back of the head. <laughs> I'm like, stay down. <laughs> so he goes, he goes, we're going outside. And I was like, oh, crap. I know what happens out here. And he goes, all right, kid, suplex. And I'm like, I got wrestling shoes on. I'm going to break my feet. <laughs> So he, he suplexes me and he rolls over and he goes, are you dead, kid? <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, But wow. yeah, those are just a few. Uh, yeah. Uh, Boogie Woogie Boy. Uh, that guy's crazy. He's got like 10,000 one-liners. Like, yeah. he, he don't get me anymore. I've heard them all. But he gets all the other guys and it's super good. They're terrible. They're terrible jokes. All of them are awful. <laughs> But they, they make you chuckle. <laughs> yeah, you got to chuckle, yeah, right? Yeah, always got to chuckle. But I haven't had any uh, – I haven't met a terrible person yet in the business. That's good. I know they're out there. I know they exist. But yeah. I have yet to meet them. Um, yeah, Everybody's been really cool. Yeah. I've only had one person as a fan that I just was – couldn't believe how they acted. And that was Batista. Um, he oh, was, that's that's Mark Jindrak's favorite person. No, he went, well, maybe he's nice now, but 15 no, years. No, he hates him. Okay, so 15 years ago, we were at an event in Syracuse, and he was just like the biggest, not nice person. Yeah. I won't, I won't explicit, but very rude and unprofessional at this event that, you know, we came to get his autograph. You know, he's advertised, but he was just. Yeah. Very rude, and I was never. I was like, that's the only person I've ever had a problem with. Everybody else, 
I've ever interacted with, professional, nice, talk to you, kind of like yourself, you know, they'll talk to you for yeah. a few minutes, sign your stuff, you know, and, uh, but yeah, so hopefully you won't have that, I I, I hope, but, so you, you were trained, Jackson, by Dr. Tom Pritchard, Glenn Jacobs at the Academy, what was yeah. that like for you? Give us a little insight uh, on that. So I didn't see Glenn Jacobs a ton, because, you know, he's the mayor of Knoxville, right. yeah, but, I uh, with Doc man, I remember he made us go and do a match like after a week, and he goes, "All right, all right we're gonna watch it back." Yeah. Why am I? I just I just threw basement drop kicks the whole match. That's so like I kept getting a guy in the corner, Stone Cold Steve Austin stomping him, not giving him any time to sell, and then just drop kicking him in the face. Like, <laughs> uh, sitting under Doc man, he's. He's the best of the best for a reason. He's trained everybody from like the rock to everybody. Yeah. Uh, it, it was humbling because I'm an amateur wrestler. So like I was in there locking up on the wrong side and because I'm used to a different collar and elbow lock, lock up. Yeah. Um, dude, he's just everything I learned from him, like all the basics and stuff like, uh, like you drill it and drill it and drill it and drill it. And I mean, I don't miss any of that. Like I, I nail everything all the time now. Like I don't even second second guess the stuff because I trained I trained there for like almost seven eight months. So yeah, it was great. And just the uh, the wealth of knowledge the guy has. I mean, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I used to go into get. I used to give him crap all the time. Though. I would find his old like two thousand when he was doing like the WWF hotline or whatever it was, and he'd be wearing like, these shirts, like these really bright shirts. Did you pick this out? <laughs> I was like, I remember the first time I got, we did, he's got this drill called uh, man in the middle and you do like five different situational, like you do five. I got to like probably the 20. I'm dead right now. He said, <laughs> nope. And I was like, I hate Texas. <laughs> and he goes, did you just say you hate Texas? And I was like, yeah, sure did. I hate Texas. I know you're from Texas. I hate Texas. <laughs> And then he just worked me even harder. It was yeah. so brutal. And then Glenn Jacobs. So I'm doing a, I'm in a, I'm in a match. I just finished a training match and I look to the right and Glenn Jacobs is sitting right there. And I'm like, Whoa. And he's like, Hey Steve. And I was like, what? You know my name? <laughs> and that was like, we've met a couple of times, but not a ton. Yeah. Uh, they just had, they just had the dragon there last week. Oh, wow. Uh, the dragon. Like, what the heck? Yeah. Yeah, my buddy Insane Dane, who works up for uh, Tennessee Championship Wrestling, he uh, actually got to get a ring with 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 the dragon. Oh wow, that would have been. Cool. I was like, wow, that's that's awesome. Yeah. I wish, and I was gonna go back like that weekend. I just didn't get off working time, and then yeah. the dragon was there. Yeah. Crazy. So you know, you're the champ, Tennessee State Heavyweight Champion. They must think a lot. They have a lot of potential. I mean, you've only, like you said, you've been in the business less than a year. So is it coming pretty natural to you as far as being able to, your character, the chemistry with wrestlers, um, you know, your opponents, or if you're in a tag team, how is that uh, process going for you? You've been in the business about a year, you said. How is that? How is that going for you? I hate it. I hate before every match. Uh, I I just want to quit wrestling. Uh, uh, but like once you get out of that curtain and stuff, it's a whole different game. Yeah. Uh, 
I've met a lot of the guys that are like, let's go out there and walk and talk. And I was like, or, or we can do like this thing, this thing, and this thing, and then we can get to those places. Yeah. I hate doing the whole walk and talk. I'm not a 10-year vet. Okay, I'm still green, bro. I don't I they're like, and then there's guys that'll be like, okay, so we're gonna do this, 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 this. I was like, you already lost me. Like, I'll remember my stuff. You remember this, 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 because I'm not gonna do all that. Yeah. I take an old school approach to it. I like I like arm ringers and yes. I I work I I work a lot of body parts all the time. Yeah. I'm all about joint manipulation and all that fun stuff. It's still hard, man. It really is still yeah. hard. Like, uh, as for the character, the character's easy because it's just me turned up to 11. So, and, yeah. and I say that, but there's extra to it because I'm not a prick. Like, <laughs> I was going to say, not, yeah. But no. like, I, I play it, I play it up to the people like I am in it. Yeah. Some places hate me, some places like me. I was in Mississippi and I was like, Oh man, it's great to be in uh it's great to be in Oklahoma. And then they were like, Oh, this isn't Oklahoma. This is Mississippi. And I was like, what's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's you know, when you're yourself, you know, you turn it up a notch. And, more believable. Yeah, it's more believable. And when you said about, you know, the ring doing stuff in the ring, you're talking old school because you know what the booker or whoever, matchmaker whatever they call them now they used to just tell you this is how the matches start and this is how the match we want it to end you do everything else yeah. in the middle and i'm glad you do that approach because to me i'm older guy you know I'm, i just turned 52 here last friday oh show my age here anyways uh you know we <laughs> it, it, it's a lot scripted now and you can tell in the in the bigger promotions where in the indies i've noticed and i've talked to a lot of indie guys you know we, this is what we're doing you know we we get the beginning of the match who we were facing or whatever maybe a couple moves and then we get the ending and that's that's it everything else is all called and that's great because it's not scripted and you could tell like if you're pounding somebody a little too much they might say okay that's enough you know you can't really see it but you know okay that's good let's yeah. do this and that's and I'm glad you have that approach because I think that's a big missing component today for wrestlers. Am I still? Yeah, I, I agree fully. Okay, wait, where'd I go? There I am. All right, my family. <laughs> they love you. I just can't talk to them at the moment. Let's just <laughs> chill, guys. But uh, no, uh, yeah, I like I like the old school stuff. Uh, it got over well. Every, yeah. Everybody. Mm-hmm. I was watching 2003 Raw. The hurricane had a bigger pop than the rock. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. How does that? Everybody was over. Uh, I feel like people try to do too much now. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't do a lot. I mean, I do. I. I do euros, a bulldog. I yeah. stretch a lot. I stretch people out a lot. Submission finishes the rings of Saturn. Like. I like to keep it. Uh, like I said, forever, Zack Sabre Jr. is probably, like, my wrestling hero. Like, that guy works body parts like none other. Yeah. He doesn't have to do – he doesn't do, like, a bunch of flippy stuff. Yeah. He just – he wrestles, and it, it works, and I love that style of yeah. Brian Danielson. Those guys, that's the kind of wrestling I like to do. I'm not a I, – I can't fly like them. I'm not, like, a 
Yeah. Those fly guys. I'm not Sammy Guevara. I'm not going to do 450s and all of that stuff. Not for me. Yeah. No, I, I, I admire that because when I've watched your matches, I can tell that you have that approach of old school. I think that's why you're doing so well. You're not trying to do too much too fast. You're not trying to oversell yourself either. I think you, Dr. Tom Pritchard and, and Glenn, they they instilled something in you or you already had it to where slow is smooth and smooth is fast and your character is yourself notched up a bit and that's the way it should be. People that know from what I experienced and what I've talked to people, if you're yourself and you just turn it up a few notches, like you just said, to 11, you're probably going to have a lot more success than trying to be something you're not. Like you said, you were those different characters earlier that just didn't work. <laughs> it's terrible. So, so I, 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 I think the Cody, I applaud you for that. So yeah, that's great. I also take the Cody Rhodes approach to uh, professional wrestling. Like, I, I just adopted the moniker for the California Dream homage to Cody, who's like my one of my favorites, and Dusty. Yeah. But I, uh, where was it going with this Cody Rhodes? I lost it. Oh no, I don't remember. That's all right. Hey, I'm just giving you homage because of your approach and how you do it, and obviously you're doing very well, or you wouldn't be a, a championship holding a championship over your right shoulder right now at a, less yeah, than, buddy. a little over a year in the business. So second, second title, second title, <laughs> and your second title. Exactly. It takes some guys four or five years to even be considered even in, in, in the Indies to hold a title if they're good enough. So kudos to you, my friend. And, you know, your family, you, you know, you have a wife, you have a child, you said. That's got to be a little challenging as well because, you know, you work a regular job during the day and then stuff on the weekends. And what's that like for you as, a, as being a, a husband, father, and a wrestler? And, a t dude, I'm in – I got a lot of – got a lot of oars in the water at the moment. Uh, but you know what? Uh, I go off of, like, four hours of sleep sometimes. Like, it's fine. Uh, my wife is like the glue, like no, like couldn't do anything. With yeah. That she holds the whole fort down. Yeah. She does that. She, dude, like there's a there's a show called The League, one of my favorite shows ever. Uh, he goes, so if I was single, I'd have like the baby a hundred percent of the time, all the time. But since I have her, I'm rocking like eighty percent coverage, like twenty percent of the time. <laughs> So she she's the glue. Like she holds yeah. everything together. Yeah. Uh, she like she does all that stuff. Super supportive. Like she doesn't get enough. She doesn't ever get a chance to like see me wrestle. But yeah. it's not a big deal to me. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad you have a supportive family. That's 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 really important. You know, especially when you're starting out. You know, uh, I think from what I've saw, and I'm not gonna jinx it, but I think you got a lot of potential to to move up in the world uh you're a young man and i think from what i've watched and i haven't been to a live show but what i've seen you have a lot of potential ahead of you you stay on the path you're on my friend and 
kudos to you. So let me ask you this. Uh, other, Have you worked with any other promotions uh, outside of uh, Universal Wrestling Entertainment right now? Yeah, a ton. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 127 Pro Wrestling, uh, Tennessee L Pro Wrestling, EPW in Mississippi. Um, there was a K-Town place, MSWA. Uh, I know 127 Pro Wrestling, Galaxy Pro Wrestling. Oh, there's more. I just I forget them. I think I'm almost up to 20 or 21 oh, wow. somewhere around there. Okay, so yeah, you're. But you're you're developing your craft, and that's good. That's the good thing. And who knows? A few years we might see you. I that. want to be in Japan. Okay, Japan's well, always know, been my goal. Japan. People that I've talked to that have gone to Japan have always said they've enjoyed it so much, they learn so much, and they get so much more respect when they come back to the states if they have if they were successful in Japan. So Japan is hard hitting. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been reached? Has anybody ever approached you about it yet, or or is that just a goal no, that not, you want to achieve? Not yet. That is the goal I want to achieve. I also want to do like some like some UK tours. Uh, there's like some Scotland stuff out there. Yeah. I want to go everywhere. Yeah. I, I, I always said this is my this is my main thing. I've always said I don't want to be the guy that goes, oh, I got to wrestle this guy or I got to wrestle that guy or I got. I want people to be like, oh, I got to wrestle him. Yeah. I don't want to be like a cliff note in somebody's career. I want to be like, you know, I want to be the the the, the main item. Yeah. On their Wikipedia page. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's good. I mean, that's good. You have goals, and and like I said, you you've impressed me uh, a lot. And I'm sure, you know, with thank goodness for social media, YouTube, and and all that, because that gets you out there more now. Where you know, 25 years ago, you know, you would have had to send in yeah, well, we had to send in more, a lot more. You had to do a lot more. You had to send in tapes and or DVDs or whatever to all these other different companies out there in the world, and you still may have to do that of some sort. But I mean, if you if somebody sees you on YouTube, oh hey, I saw this guy Jackson Black out of Tennessee. He's he's got something, and they're oh okay, let's take a look. So I I think you've got it. I just I. I'm not going to jinx it. I'm just telling you, you've got it. And I hope you just escalate to the top. And That's I'm just saying goal. that because you're on my podcast. I'm saying that because I've watched you and I wouldn't say it if I didn't mean it. So, you know, I, I appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yeah, no, my pleasure, my friend. And is your wife uh, originally from California as well? Or is she from? She's from Tennessee. Tennessee. Uh, I, met her, I met her out here. Yeah. I'd okay. already been here for a while. Good for you. That's great. I'm glad. So good for you. All right. Well, on that note, my friend, do you want to add anything else before we, we, uh, what are you doing now? What are you doing now? I know you got some other things going on. Um, I got a TV show. I got that Wednesday. Um, I got some podcast. I got like a podcast coming out. I'm trying to do like a busted open thing. I have a bunch of people like rotating guests. Uh, I just had to, I just had to reskate. I don't know if you've seen him. Uh, his, his TikTok's blowing up the vet okay. Jack Vaughn. 
Jack Vaughn. I've, uh, I've he's got good stuff. He makes fun of indie. He makes fun of indie wrestlers on his TikTok. It's super funny. Uh, check him out. I was just had to reschedule because of a incident that happened yesterday, but we got I got him coming up and a bunch of people from all over the place. Okay. Uh, Pro wrestling tees, my stuff, all social media and all that stuff. Just find me out everywhere. We Come will to a state near you. I will put all your social media, your pro wrestling tees, everything down in the description of the video and, and, and the audio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Jackson Black, up and comer. If you're in Tennessee, Knoxville area, check out one of the shows. If you on YouTube, check out. He's on all of them, and he's a rising star. Jackson Black, sir, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. Brother, thank you. I appreciate it. All right. If you're watching, thank you. If you're listening, thank you. And if you haven't, please subscribe, and we will talk to you soon. Hey, this is the Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Hey, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to read this commercial because it's an agreement that we made with a really great podcast, and I want to tell you guys all about it. Pro Wrestling Interviews, it features guests who are hot indie stars as well as the greats of the ring. Each week, you can join the amazing Velvet, as well as Dr. John, as they host this jam-packed hour of interviews, pro wrestling news, and entertaining guests. It's an hour you don't want to miss. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, just go to ProWrestlingInterviews.com, and it'll take you to their Facebook page, where you can get the custom podcast link for that week. Don't miss a second of Pro Wrestling Interviews. That's Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, Pro Wrestling Interviews. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts, and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts will include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Paul Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Ding, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Bill After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, talking here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? 
Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the <coughs> World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect is? Well, I'll is? tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think... Uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Uh, Bruno was a hell of a champion. Yeah. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. This is Bill Aptor, and once again, we're speaking here with... Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiants? Well, actually, it, it was uh, uh, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a did loss. Did didn't have anything to do with this? Well, yes, but the whole thing is this. That the rules, as I always understood them, was that you, the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation.